Flynn from the Bulletin, dead earnest over a four-martini lunch, said he had a ticket he was looking to get rid of. Front row center. They'll taste ozone when the lights dim. A younger man, drinking Schmitz, moved his head noncommittally. Aside from Conrad Franklin Palmer's, and he would gladly change places with you. The beer drinker looked at his watch. In the United States courthouse across Market Street, a lackadaisical jury was deliberating racketeering charges against stewards from the Atlantic City racetrack. Where will you be? New Haven. Flynn peeled back a lapel, uncovering yellow pasteboards in an inside pocket. Be a crime not to use these, too. I was talking to Professor Einstein on the anniversary of his coming to America, and I mentioned... I asked him, did he know a way I could be in two places at the same time? Not with the technology presently available, he said. But see him again in thirty, forty years. The beer drinker, whose name was Adam Jordan, said, While you're watching the Yaleys roll over Princeton, who's the bulletin got to see Palmer die? Flynn turned a swizzle stick around the lip of his glass. I thought you might make that small gesture. I work for the competition. Loyalty's overrated. You want my opinion. Jordan shook his head at the waiter, who asked if he was ready for another Schmitz. Con Palmer will sell a lot of papers for the Atlantic City Press, Flynn said. Would it kill you to do 2,000 words under my byline for the bulletin? Or pull an old death house story from the clips and slap a fresh lead on it? Flynn turned the stick the other way. To Jordan, it looked like he was determined to separate the martini into its individual parts again. This is a story that's begging for you, Flynn said. Bulletin hacks don't know what to make of a divinity school student standing to inherit twenty-five million who poisons his parents so he can marry a big-titted steel pier hostess. Rita Snyder says Adam Jordan's the only reporter in our circulation zone worth reading besides myself. Who is she? Our ladies' page editor. Big, big fan of yours, Flynn said. The Snyders are major stockholders in the Bulletin Corporation. Show us what you can do, and there'll be more pinch-hitting assignments down the road. He put a ticket to the execution on the table, then moved it to Jordan's side. You might even be hired away from the press by a paper that pays better than beer money. Flynn captured a waiter by the arm held him while he finished his drink, before sending him for a refill with a gentle shove. Eddie Fisher's opening at the Steel Pier next week, he said. Rita's nuts for Eddie Fisher. If she doesn't get to see him, she'll make a scene more disturbing than what you can expect from Con Palmer. Press reporters are comped at the Steel Pier. Give me your freebies, and you won't have to feel you owe me anything. Palmer's girl, there to watch him die, left Jordan uninspired. The massive chest failing to make the case for a forgettable face. He left Trenton State Prison, racking his brain for a better angle. Late for a deadline at the press, he called the Philadelphia Bulletin switchboard identifying himself to a dictation operator as Thomas Flynn. The green room, in reality is a soothing shade of buff with indirect lighting and soundproof panels on the ceiling, he began. 
The executioner is a godfatherly fellow who looks like the florist he is when not moonlighting for the state. But old Sparky, a straight-back oak seat. No, make that throne. Tricked out with leather straps and ankle restraints is a nasty prop out of a nightmare set in a torture chamber. He started home, trying out a fresh take from the point of view of the love-struck heir to millions with minutes left to live. In his room above a law office in Obsekin, he reviewed his notes, then rolled copy paper and two carbons into his typewriter. The words came in bunches, as they always did when the work went well, his fingers racing to keep pace with his ideas. When he dropped into bed, two stories for the press were on his desk. The one he liked best, a dry-eyed interview with Conrad Palmer's sister for the Sunday features.